Welcome back to the Snod Pod with John Snodgrass, your mortgage resource where we're talking real estate, mortgages, and beyond. I've got Jenna Stadler here from Firefly Real Estate in Wauwatosa. Jenna, thanks for coming to the Snod Pod. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Well, let's get right to it. Um, can you, you know, kind of just tell me your journey into real estate? Did, did you get into it? you know, right out of school or, or where were you right out of school? So I started off as an elementary school teacher. So I taught first grade and third grade and I taught in the Milwaukee area for about four years. Real estate was never on my radar in any form or fashion. My husband and I bought our first house in, I believe it was 2015. And our realtor at the time, Amy Campbell, she now lives in Colorado, um, but she kind of mentioned to me, hey, Jenna, have you ever thought about getting into real estate? I had mentioned to her that I was starting to feel kind of burnt out being a teacher sure, yeah. and wasn't sure if I wanted to do it much longer. And um, she just kind of kept bringing it up every now and then was like, hey, are you still thinking about it? And eventually I got to a point where I felt like I didn't know what else to do. And I was okay. like, okay, might as well give real estate a try okay, sure. and, and see if it works out. Um, and then one of my colleagues while teaching, Paris Heepner, she went into real estate about a year prior to me. Okay. And I had been watching her and kind of seeing her journey and seeing her be happy and successful, I guess was a good motivator for me too. So okay. I was like, hey, Hey, let's try it. Yeah. I got licensed and I reached out to Paris. I decided that I just didn't know if I wanted to be on my own right away. I wanted sure. to start on a team. Yeah. So, learn learn a little about the business up front. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's overwhelming to get into yeah. when you're kind of first getting started. So I knew that being on a team would kind of give me the mentorship and the structure I was looking for. I joined Judy Heapner's house to home team at Realty Executives at the time. And I started off as an exclusive buyer's agent and found that I was pregnant with my daughter a week oh, after oh. getting licensed. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10, don't recommend doing that. But it was a time of rapid learning. I learned so much about the business. Judy taught me everything. Uh, took me under her wing and just taught me everything I needed to know. And I remember the first day I started with her, I came to her office and she handed me this packet of uh, this huge sack <laughs> of phone numbers. It was like, here's our database, call them and see if they want to buy a house. So I just started cold calling and yeah. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that's a, I mean, a great introduction into the business. I mean, to just jump in and start cold calling right away. That's tough. Uh, really tough. Uh, I did some door-to-door sales. So, like, I, I understand uh, it, it, it's challenging. But it's also kind of, uh, you know, rewarding and, you know, makes you tough, right? Off yeah. The bat, you, you know, because I'm, I'm assuming not everybody was like, yeah, yeah, Jenna, I'm ready to sell. I think it was How did a- some of those go? I think it was a great glimpse into the rejection that you can experience in real estate yeah. because majority of the people were like, no, or just hung up on me. <laughs> and we also worked with a lot of uh, incoming leads from Zillow okay. at that time. So 
a majority of the clients I was taking out on showings. I mean, I was almost constantly selling myself to people. So I think that aspect really helped me hone my confidence and mm-hmm. ability to talk to people that I did not know. Yeah. Because I had to. <laughs> That's a huge skill. And then, and just the repetition mm-hmm. of boom, hanging up, pick it up again. All right, if that didn't work, I'm going to try it this way. Saying the same thing a couple different ways, I'm sure that helped. Yes. That's awesome. Um, and, and Judy, uh, you know, I know I've been in the business a long time. She, she's uh, a good one to learn from. I, you know, always had good transactions with her. So, um, so going back to education, so you, yes. you were a teacher. Do you see any, you know, thing that translates from being a teacher, any traits that you bring from being a teacher into, you know, your job in real estate now? Yeah. Oh, so many parts of being a teacher. I, I read somewhere that statistically a good portion of teachers that leave the industry end up in real estate. Oh. I don't know why or how, but there is so much education to be taken in by a general consumer. I mean, you just don't know how to write an offer or what contingencies mean or really how the process works at all. So I feel that my role of educating people has never really gone away. I I really enjoy working with first-time homebuyers, especially, and teaching them everything they need to know so they feel comfortable and empowered. I don't think that anyone should be walking blindly through the process and not know what's going on or really know what they're signing in the contract. Yeah. So I think all of that kind of ties in together and you have to be really organized. I think teachers have to be organized yeah. and you definitely have to be organized as a realtor. I didn't, I mean, I didn't realize that about teachers coming into real estate, but it, it, to me, it makes sense because mm-hmm. I'm thinking like patience and yes. creativity and uh you know you know education uh I mean, there's so much that i imagine translates yes um that's awesome um so how about when you how have things changed since you got into the business you know how the market then and the market now what would you say so i remember when i started there was still an element of competition. There was still multiple offers at times, but there just didn't seem to be the urgent frenzy that we have now. It just felt like there was more to choose from in terms of houses. And I remember if we were competing against someone, you know, it would be like 5,000 over asking, which uh, is like laughable now. I mean, now we're in the realm of six figures over asking, depending on the house in the area. So it just feels like things have escalated so quickly in such a short amount of time. Yeah. And I feel that that really kind of kicked off around COVID mm-hmm. when the interest rates went down so drastically. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it never really went away. Now there's just a shortage of homes and the prices have steadily increased since I started. Yeah. It just seems, yeah, it's just supply and demand. It just mm-hmm. seems like the supply is so low, but demand is still there. Yes. Uh, Super high. Yeah. I mean, I just had one, I've had like, I think I had like four in July where, and one of them I think was a, a Firefly listing, um, where all of them were a hundred thousand upwards, almost $200,000 over list price. Happened to all be in Tosa. Yeah. Um, which is where you're, yeah, I mean, it's just, it just seems like everybody wants to live that walkability lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Um, The proximity to downtown Milwaukee. I mean, you kind of feel like you're in a central hub. You can uh kind of get anywhere. Brookfield, Nominee Falls, downtown. 
North Shore, South Shore, you can get anywhere within 15, oh, 20, yeah. 30 yeah. minutes. I just had a friend who moved to Pewaukee, was there like 20 months and, and lit, works downtown and he and his wife are like, I don't want to get back to Tulsa. Yeah. Sidewalks and, <laughs> you know, go get a cup of coffee. So yeah. it's definitely desirable. I grew up there, so I yeah. it's got a special place in my heart. Yeah, for sure. Um, but um, so I guess another question, uh, you know, what advice would you give to, you know, new realtors getting in to the business right now that maybe um, you wish, you know, you would have known you know, what, what advice would you give them other than, you know, call John Snodgrass yeah. for a pre-approval and mortgage <laughs> financing? <laughs> I think my best advice would be to find a good mentor. There's so much to learn. The learning curve is crazy. So I learned so much from Judy when I started. And then when I moved over to Firefly about a year and a half into my career, I learned a lot from the Spragues. So much. So many different things from both of them. Sure. You just can't come into the business knowing it all. You need yeah. someone with experience who's seen a lot of things to kind of teach you and hold your hand. There's a lot of unexpected things that happen in transactions. So you need that help and support for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, having a good mentor. I mean, uh, I, I, as I just think about my career, like starting out, mm -hmm. like, if I could go back in time, I would say, if you're dealing with a self-employed <laughs> borrower, uh, get their tax returns, you know, right up front. Because yes. it's funny with like a lot of self-employed customers, mm -hmm. they're like, oh yeah, I, yeah, I make this much money. And what they're thinking in their mind is like the revenue. Right. Well, they forget about the expenses that, you know, and so on your tax return, we got to take off those expenses and your actual income is this. Right. And so what, you know, what I've learned is not just self-employed customers, but just get the, you know, when I'm talking to them, like your customers, you just referred to me a couple of weeks ago, boom, hey, give me the income assets, taxes, yes. tax returns, W-2s. Not all the time we don't need, uh, sometimes we don't need tax returns, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, anyways, just, just sorry, I jumped in there <laughs> re reflecting about my own uh, <laughs> uh, career. Um well, uh, how about we do one more episode and, and talk about a few other things? I mean, okay. some some examples, real life examples we've had uh, sure. together with customers you've referred in recently. Okay, sounds good. Um, all right. So this has been the Snod Pod with John Snodgrass, your mortgage resource, where we're talking education, teaching, real <laughs> estate, mortgages, patience, um, and beyond. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll see you again soon.